If you're looking for a clean, sober, professional, academic, well-researched, historically accurate, generally accurate, serious podcast on Southern folklore, ghosts, bizarre events, and unique people, this podcast is not for you. However, if you've decided you can live with that, then join us for The Strange South. Hey, Marlea. Mine is half gone. Is hey, Patrice. Hey, Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Hold on. I don't even have my headset on, people. <laughs> Come on. I've been we, working. You have. You I, have. Got the, I got the sample drink, so oh, I've, been, right. I've been just kind of going through slowly while everybody else has been doing other stuff. Gosh, man. I mean, you can't go wrong mm-hmm. in July with a margarita. Mm-hmm. It's delish. Actually, you can't really go wrong with a margarita any time of the year. You can't. I've had a bad margarita before, though. Oh, yeah, you've had bad margaritas. That's bad any time of the year. That's bad whenever <laughs> you have it. It's true. But Courtney doesn't make bad margaritas. Courtney does not make bad margaritas. I didn't even know I was making a margarita until I showed up here. <laughs> I wasn't sure what liquor I was going to use. I brought ingredients that I had already. No, you can't go wrong with tequila. It's like, a, it's like you're doing a game show, but all by yourself. It's like, this is my mystery box. What shall I do? Choose your liquor. I was just trying to decide because I squeezed a lot of lemons and limes yesterday. Nice. So actually, this is lime and juice, not just lime juice. It's lemon and lime. That's why it's so delicious. Mm. Lime and it's like a Mm -hmm. hybrid. It's just like the tiger liger. It's a lime and drinking it like Gatorade. I tell Uh you that much. It kind of is the color of the uh, green Gatorade. Mm -hmm. Light. It is. Yellow lemon lime Gatorade. Mm, oh, I tell you love, what it is. Yeah. Well, I just want to tell you, besides like the taste of it is perfect, perfectly balanced, but the sugar salt mm-hmm. rim. Yeah, that's amazing. Remember Salger? Whoa. That was the other thing I made. <laughs> I said that one episode. Lime and Salger. Lime lemon juice and Salger. So it's, uh, <laughs> we named it. Hold on. Oregano Rita. Oregano Rita. <laughs> because oh my it God, that sugar salt rim is amazing. Made with oregano simple syrup. So instead oh. of my honey, which I usually make honey simple syrup for margaritas, but um, oregano from my garden into a simple syrup that I whipped up right before I came over mm. and the lime and juice. And then I did use, well, I used the Patron triple sec, mm-hmm. which is really good, mm-hmm. actually. Yes. And then 1800. Oh, yeah. And then three dashes of orange bitters. Mm. Mm. Well, you know what? Is it the orange bitters that like give it that nice kind of um, mm-hmm. after, you know, and I'm like, I guess my palate has changed or something because I've like been very attuned. It's like the oregano hits like right in the middle of the drink, which is like such a nice surprise. And then the bitters then just. The bitters just like, I know last week you were all about that flavor oh, adding man, gin to that drink. You're practicing your uh, review career now. I know. I think I'm becoming like a cocktail snob. Yeah, you can help me start balancing. That's what I do. Yeah. I had the oregano syrup and the lemon and lime juice. I was like, okay. I was going to do a vodka drink with it, but I was like, I really don't know that that's going to go well. And when I realized to do a margarita and mm. add that little bit of Cointreau or yeah. whatever, the Patron triple sec. Yeah. It's good. Orange liqueur. The orange liqueur. Yeah. You get that in the after, mm-hmm. too. It just sits there in your mouth. And it's just like, mm. I like it. I did double the amount. I would normally only do half ounce of simple syrup if I was going to put like a liqueur in it. Mm-hmm. But I did do an ounce so you could have the oregano flavor. So that gets mm-hmm. it. still not sweet, though. No, it's mm-hmm. not. It's perfect. It is perfectly balanced. Yay. Yeah, it is. I don't like sweet. Mar- well, you know, I don't yeah. like sweet margaritas. That's like Mm-mm. 
It's a no-no for me. So this is perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, Cheers oregano Rita. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cheers. Yum. Yum. Solger. Solger. We need to like bottle that and sell. Solger. Have, have they been there already? <laughs> God, that'd be so easy. <laughs> Probably, but okay. We we and, and while we've sat here, we've come up with like three Ideas. ways to make hustle. Yes, three <laughs> yes. Hustle, hustle money. Hustle We're trying money. to hustle. We are hustling. Yours was what ham, ham and pineapple sausages. <laughs> Solger, and I can't remember the. No, that was bootleg and pineapple sausages from Mississippi. Mississippi sausage into Alabama. (laughs) Got to do what you got to do. I'll be selling them out of my trunk, y'all. Come see me at the Walmart parking lot. I trust you more than I trust those people selling like uh, filet mignon out of a truck. Or what, what was it? The, oh, yeah. The dollar stores uh, ribeye sale? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, fine. There's no telling what kind of meat that oh, is. God. Uh, rancid, I imagine. Mm. But I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? Well, I mean, you just don't hear about people. You don't have people dying. You, know, you don't hear about them. You don't least. hear about <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> you don't hear about them. This is true. This is so true. What has this week been? Hopefully you all in listening world have had a wonderful <sighs> week. I had summer. I went to the beach. It was like weird and unusual and spectacular. And I loved it. I went to the beach with a couple friends and... Uh, it nice. was a blast, and the whole goal was to not worry about anything, and we didn't have children there, and that was spectacular. That makes it easier. <laughs> that does. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's just girlfriends. You exactly. Know, mm-hmm. and the, oh, and the guy who was working the check-in for the place we were staying, when we drove in, we hadn't even gotten, it was like the guy who was in the parking lot, you know, telling you where to go, but when you first get there. And he was like, oh, where are y'all from? And we're like burning up. Like as soon as you roll down the windows, you're burning up because mm-hmm. it's been heat index 118 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, and he's like, where are y'all from? And we're like, oh, we're from Jacksonville, Alabama. He's like, oh, that's near Aniston. We're like, oh, yeah. And he's like, I used to go up to Aniston. I saw a UFO up there one time. <laughs> oh, and my God. And I was God. like, you freaking kidding me? And you know what? I never went back to ask because oh, man. it was too goddamn hot outside. <laughs> Sorry, man, you're in the parking lot. I need to be on the water. I was like, I should really probably call the place and say, like, who was working that day so that I can uh, Which talk one of these to him? people saw the UFO in Aniston? Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Oh, man. Like where I like I have questions now. I have questions. Missed opportunity. But I apologize. I, I totally get it. I just though. came clean. I would not. I'd be just grunting in the heat and just a God. It was so hot. Puddle of if human flesh. It was so Ugh. hot. I mean, you couldn't even like walk out the door. It was so hot. Yeah. And we don't even live in Texas or no Arizona. Arizona. God bless them. God bless them. They need to move. It's like uh, I shared with y'all, Landon talks the Instagram of the guy from Laurel, Mississippi, <gasps> yes. about the heat, about heat index. Oh and my he starts God. out. Let's just start out with actual heat is disrespectful. We'll have to throw in our friend humidity. The weather forecaster says feels like we don't need to hear it. It's like we don't need that extra negativity in our lives. Something about what did he say? It's like where you can wear wear the the air. Wear the air. That's legit. Just though. say it's soup. Just say it's, it's soup, soup outside. Mm-hmm. Believe it. That is how it's been. Not today. Today it's nice. We'll hope yeah. for good weather for everybody. But it's um, 
it's not looking great. Lord. We started going all apocalyptic with it on our trip, <laughs> of course, because I was with a biologist who reads a lot of news and knows a lot of things. <laughs> and so she was like, I did research that our area is actually one of the areas that's going to be the safest from climate change, believe it or not, because of the way that, oh. you know, our environment is and our climate is right here. So I was like, oh, good. Oh, this good. is the first time something's happened that has made me not want to move maybe, lately. Maybe <laughs> exactly. state, or maybe our property values will go up. <laughs> If we just if we just need to phrase things right on the realtor listing, like oh. this beautiful gem, this vintage place in a subtropical environment in the United States. Yes, close to a cave system uh-huh. for like cooler, um, luxury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe words. Uh, what is the word like for? Uh, you can tell Thermal my cooling or whatever Thermal like cooling. that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Much wildlife. Much wildlife. <laughs> An array of insects. <laughs> oh my God. Just use, use entomology in there somewhere. Just mm-hmm. like. Uh, I don't even want to say the words. I've, don't, I've not been bitten by a mosquito. <gasps> really? One at you the beach. Or well, I don't even think it was a mosquito. I think when I went to the beach a couple of weeks ago, it was like a sand. Your mouth thing. And be like, what? Lately, I haven't either, but you know why? I've been outside. Not damn it outside. <laughs> I will not step outside. And that's really weird but for you me. Know, this this is the, this is what I believe why. is that we have we had that nine degree cold snap and mm-hmm. I think it killed a lot of stuff. I don't think it did because I was out in the springtime like before it got like this and I was getting bit up like nobody's business because mm-hmm. I remember specifically sitting out on my porch and thinking like I had really hoped that they had all perished. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe they just decided to vacation at your house. They might. So A lot of them do. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen them. I've like I've swatted one. I'll tell you one thing that have I have been dealing with Actually, I've been dealing with this more than mosquitoes this year is ticks. Oh. I have pulled off like three oh, ticks. Shit. I pulled a tick off me yesterday. I felt something crawling in my bra. Oh, my God. <gasps> and it's I like, looked down because I thought it was a spider at first because that's oh, how gosh. I roll. Um, and <laughs> I see this, like, this thing. see if there's one in there. I know. I do that. <laughs> and I saw this big black thing. I was like, okay, it's a spider. I'm not going to freak out. I'm just going to go in and grab it and remove it from my flesh and then like when I went and picked it up I was like oh it's a fucking tick it hadn't latched on it was just crawling which is why I felt it you're the like second person who's told me that this year and I'm afraid because I just haven't even been looking I'm like god knows how much Lyme disease I've got <laughs> well I don't look I feel them and the other tick that did attach to me like I, like you know when they attach they start to itch mm-hmm. and you'll feel them eventually mm-hmm. so i've had to remove one that was attached and then i had another one crawling on me so i'm like looking at all my pets i'm like which motherfucker mm-hmm. are you bringing in ticks that are riding on your fur and coming in because mm-hmm. they're all like got the little things that like makes the ticks die jump off or die yeah and they jump off on and you they jump off on me yeah, my little dog, I wouldn't even be able to tell if she had anything. She's got so much hair. She grows so fast. Well, and usually, like, like, if they have that much hair, it takes, like, a ticks. Like, they have to work to get to the skin, mm. so. But not me, and so, yeah, so watch out for ticks, y'all. It's it's real, and all the diseases that come with ticks is real. My grandmother had Lyme's disease, and I had a friend who went, okay, this is a weird story, and then we'll get to your story. 
I had a friend that uh, was a person that did like the drawings um, of artifacts or whatever that they would uncover like in like, like archaeological digs? Ar- archaeological uh, wow. drawing person. Like they would go with like the archaeological uh, students to like their dig sites over like in Egypt or something like that. And he would do this every summer. Like they'd always have a crew that would go to a site every summer. So he went with them and they were out exploring, which A, shouldn't have fucking been doing. But I mean, you know, you got to live your life. So they explored a cave and they got fucking attacked by ticks. What? They got attacked by this tick or these ticks. And it gave them like some kind of weird like disease that almost killed them. Damn, that's like, X Files shit. Yeah, it was like really bizarre. Um, like, and he's, you know, and it's kind of like, you know, now he's like, like immune systems all fucked up and all that stuff, Damn. you know, from like kind of like Lyme's disease and stuff. But it was like something really serious from going in this cave over there and being like attacked by ticks. Shit. That's just horrifying to me. That's horrifying. Oh, they're going to kill us every which way. Oh my God. Yeah, nature's out to get us and we deserve it. Yes, we do. All right. We got anything? You got anything, Courtney? I was going to talk about canning. I'll talk about it on the B-side. I've been making lots of veggie delightful things. We'll take a break and then we will have a story. All right. Do you want more Strange South every week? We can help. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can join our Facebook fan group, Fans of the Strange South Podcast, to keep the chat going with our whole creepy community. Do you have a story idea for us or a story of your own to share? Email us at stories at thestrangesouth.com. Plus, if you join our Patreon, you not only help support the podcast, you get free swag, extras, exclusives, and a discount on merch. You can find links to all these things on our website, thestrangesouth.com, along with photos, links, and show notes from every episode. Strange South t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and other goodies. See you there. So if you hit record now... Okay. All right. The the red light's on. The red light's on. The red light's on. We are back and recording. We are back. Let's see. And we said keep it like this that yes, it's been a it's been a heavy couple weeks because we did some murder. We did some murder. We didn't do murder. Patrice has done some some child murders in the last couple of weeks. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. I went way down that rabbit hole and just don't be sorry. It's interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, no, it's just it that I think both of you had said at our last recording, like, okay, well, we're going to have to move to something light. So I was like, okay, well, what yeah, do I have this light? Sad. And I have this list that I've collected over time. And a friend of mine who listens to the show, who lives down in Florida, had asked me about something that just happened to be coinciding or, or a good fit for this list. So I was like, okay, well, this is this is the way it's got to be. Like, mm-hmm. this must be a sign that this right. is the time. Hey, you know, and that's the way to do it. It's like when y'all send in your suggestions, I mean, sometimes it's just like the stars align mm-hmm. and it's like perfect. 
So this week I'm doing the biggest softball ever, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, <laughs> weird southeastern festivals. Yes. Tater Melon Day. And Tater awesome. Melon Day, which I swear to God was one of the things that started this list and it's not on here and what? I don't know where it disappeared to. Well, first of all, what the fuck is a Tater Melon? <laughs> tater Melon I don't know. Day. All I know is I went to the Jack Daniels Distillery one time near my birthday. So probably in July one year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Because I had the bottle engraved <laughs> oh, on my birthday. That's nice. right. You can get your bottles engraved there once you buy the bottle because mm-hmm. they can't sell alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it was must have been July. So there's it should be going on right now. Tater, tater you, Melon Day. You need right? to look that up right now because yes. I feel Somewhere like I actually looked up it's Tater very- Melon one time and I couldn't find it. But yeah, there are all kinds of just these random weird little uh, weird little festivals. Some of them are bigger, some of them are small, some of them are like little towns, but you know, and a lot of them are as fundraisers for small towns. And you did something when like the ham or the the egg. Uh, yeah, the ham and egg festival. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's what it was, the ham and egg festival in uh, Georgia? South Georgia. And mm-hmm. it was like a blues and it was a blues festival. Right. So I tried to make sure I'm starting my I'm gonna start my countdown right now, actually. I have I <laughs> there are so many of these. That I was like, I'm just going to hit a point and then just stop talking because <laughs> I've got too much. I tried to make sure that in my first little round, I get one for each of our southern states, which is like 10 states that we you nice. know, tend to count. Mm-hmm. So if you're yelling at your phone or your car or your earbuds or whatever and saying like, why did you do this one instead of another one? I may have the other one still on the list. I may talk about it or later. Or like, you could email us at the strange south podcast at gmail.com and tell me that this one and tell me why you think it's, you know, something I should cover. Is it weird? Is it unique? Whatever. And then we'll keep on, you know, we can just we keep can just on add keeping to the list. a list. Yeah, that sounds great. We'll these put are, it on our website for sure. And these are in no particular order. They are uh, in the order in which I happen upon them, I guess. Nice. So. Except in the uh, one state at a time order. Because, man, Tennessee has a shitload of festivals that are odd. Do they I've just got to throw that out there. The cat cult festival? <laughs> no, there's no festival start, for the cat cult. I want to start that one. We should start our own festival. Okay, we'll, we'll brainstorm that in B-side. Okay, we'll talk about that. All right, did you find Tater Melon? I found it, but I don't think they have it anymore. I can't find anything past 2017. Oh, sad. But they have... Tater Melon Day presents Little Miss Tater Tot Country Casual Pageant. Oh, <laughs> Country Casual. Little Miss Tater Tot. Does that mean that they shopped at the Cracker Barrel? I'm know. ready to go to Sonic oh, now and get some God. Tater Tots. Tater. Yeah. Awesome. Let's, let's get through this and go get some loaded Tater let's Tots. Do it. Oh, my God. Loaded we Tots. We can bear all Little Miss Tater Tots. <laughs> <laughs> we got the crowns. I have my own we have Tater. Our own crown. <laughs> oh, my God. Awesome. Okay. 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 So I'm going to start with Georgia just because it's here. In Ashburn, Georgia, which I don't actually know where that is, um, towards Ashburn? towards the end of March, mm-hmm, they have the Fire Ant Festival. Oh no! And the oh. reason why this hit to my list them. is because I'm so fascinated. I love bugs, and I'm like, oh my god, it's a festival celebrating the Fire Ants. No, no we it don't celebrate. Very, it has very little to do with the Fire Ant. I'm just going to throw oh, that out there. Okay, it is. Um, Should next year will be its 28th year of being, and um. Mostly it's like a carnival, but Ash, so um, Ashburn has a sculpture in front of its chamber of commerce 
that is of a fire ant that is made of like um, propane tanks and other tools. Oh, weird. And, and painted red. And it's actually a pretty cool like that metal sculpture cool. that they had in their Chamber of Commerce front yard. And I, I guess that's part of where the whole thing came from. And the the fire ant itself was on Roadside America as like a tourist destination oh. that you could pull off and go to Ashburn and see the giant fire ant. Okay. And so now they have the fire ant festival, which, like I said, seems to have nothing to do with fire ants. But they have a fire ant mascot mm. and they have a fire ant calling contest, which I really wanted to see a video of that didn't find. How do you like? I don't know. Okay. How would you? I mean, are, I think the way you, you call fire ants is just to stand on the ground near right. them. Right. <laughs> like, so I know I have a fire ant story. Courtney, do you have a fire ant story from uh, from a kid? Oh, I have it from an adult. But from, yeah. Oh yeah. I adult think every days. southerner oh, has yeah. their fire ant coming back story. from the beach one year. Yeah, mm-hmm. where they've been like my car stepped attacked. in one. Yes. With my flip-flops on, and they were all up under my flip-flop thongs, and I had a pattern of bites mm. all the way up my foot, and mm. I was screaming in pain. Yeah. I had the rolling on the ground. Yeah. Oh, shit. Fire was, ant. I've had to shoot my kids with a hose before. <laughs> to I get was to crying in bed. I almost went to the emergency room that night. I had had so many bites. Oh, oh my God. God. No, it was bad. I was screaming and see mm. my mom always told me i was allergic to fire ants and i think i i don't know that i actually am i think i might have just had a regular human reaction to fire ants things when i was like little boils on your feet and mm-hmm. burst into i don't even remember because she's told me this of- since i can remember being an, a human being this happened like when I, in the 80s so it was kind of a walk it off situation yeah it's just like <laughs> you're fine you're fine you're fine you can breathe go yeah, ahead there is no fire ant first aid apparently at this i don't know i don't Benadryl. know but, so there's this, this festival is just one of those like, hey, this is our festival name. This is our festival. I love it. But and Georgia, it. I would say Georgia seems to be Georgia. Y'all might need to step it up a little bit with the weird festival stuff, because mm-hmm. this is one of the ones that shows up on a lot of lists. And I'm like, that's it's not kinda, that weird. It's kind of tame. That one's not that weird. No. I hope I know one that's on there. There better be one on there. Now that I'm thinking about it. Another wait of Georgia's. No, Alabama. OK, okay well, you'll see. My hometown better be on this. Oh, oh. oh no. <laughs> I actually, you get a special we'll get there okay. we'll get there okay so in tennessee the first one uh, for some reason i just really love this one it's not a huge festival it's not a big thing but bradford tennessee has doodle soup days in september <laughs> doodle soup. and there's this so in the tennessean there's this older article by a guy named jim myers that goes through re- it's a really good article and talks about doodle soup days and doodle soup is the collected drippings of a roast chicken according to his his um article but you put vinegar and hot peppers in it Ooh. and so it ends up tasting kind of like hot and sour soup well, and not, he I'm said and, and he said no you serve it with now i have to be careful here uh. he says some kind of bread because if you're from town you serve it with crackers but if you're from country you eat it with biscuits and biscuit people say cracker people are just damn lazy uh, so well i mean if you're making biscuits you're definitely not lazy i know right so biscuit people are like cracker cracker people are just mm, mm, they just putting their foot no. up they wouldn't say damn because this is completely made by old ladies mm. in tennessee at this point mm. a lot of younger kids in like bradford tennessee don't love doodle soup so it's like they they tend to eat it at Christmas as when their grandmama makes it like mm. for Christmas dinner. And some people braise the chicken in water and vinegar before they roast it. And then they make a stock out of that and reserve the dripping. Some add sugar to the soup, which some people are like, oh, 
and um, people, some people add flour to thicken. And so like everybody has their kind of own way way. of doing things. Mm -hmm. And some, uh, so some folks think that the name comes from like, it's doodle soup. So some folks think that it comes from cockadoodle from like a rooster's call since Mm -hmm. it's chicken. Mm. And there used to be, I guess, or maybe there still was like, a bunch of um, chicken farms right along the main road there and that they oh would God. roast them all at the same time and have like a bunch of drippings. And so they were like, this is the way that you don't waste the drippings that you get from cooking a whole lot of chicken at the same time. Oh. So let me tell you a story about chicken farms. So if you ever, if you ever down here in the South and, and again, where I grew up, you, you like constant chicken house. Smell. Yeah. You drive through. Rancid. In the summer, I used to like have friends and we would go places and their dad would always say, as soon as we like the chicken house start coming up in the summertime, they're like, like, if you got a fart, like do it now and nobody will know. And because like the chicken house is fisting a hit as soon as it hit. And I think like everybody in the car well, especially the guys who are like trying to fart, like just <laughs> because kind of deal. But. It's not even chicken houses, too. Chicken houses are bad, but chicken factories are real bad, yeah, too. Like the Tyson factory. factory was yeah. stanky. Anything. And hog houses, too. Oh, my hog gosh. houses are nasty. Yeah. But yeah, so these folks had apparently chicken, fa- and they were think they thought maybe the name came from just that, that, that all having all those chickens and it being cockadoodle, whatever. Somebody said that they used to call, and this is as old as the Civil War, these recipes for doodle soup. Mm, and it. so they said, like, maybe it was from, um, they used to call them doodle wagons, people who were like hucksters or trinket sellers that would just bring their wagons down the road. They would call them doodle wagons. So they thought maybe something like that. Nobody knows why there's vinegar in it. But the first official bread for doodle soup festival was on July 20th, 1980, and they made over 30 gallons of doodle soup. Um, they have parades, singings, cakewalks. It is the traditional, you know, Southern festival and um, a pageant dinners, but there's apparently no cook-off. And after reading this article, I wondered if like the old ladies of Bradford, Tennessee would like murder each other with their eyes if there was a cook-off. Like, I don't think you could choose one. Oh, and they have premier pro wrestling, which apparently is the thing that we all have now. Every small town in the South has premier pro wrestling. Oh my God. It's the weirdest ass thing. Oh my God. We're facing to get it again, too. They're bringing it, like, into Jacksonville pretty soon for something. That's hilarious. I never, like, the doodle thing kind of throws me a little bit. My grandmother used to call, like, little bibs and bobs. She'd call them doodads. Doodads, yeah. Well, Mary calls poop doodle <laughs> when a moffy goes she says moffy do doodle, doodle. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's all i can think of i don't want to eat doodle soup i know that I is my most recent reference for it soup. because uh it's what mary always says <laughs> it's a doodle and so that's not appealing <laughs> to me at all no. oh lord well okay so we'll move on to um south carolina here i've got south carolina I've actually got two because this one I just couldn't pass up. This first one. I don't know a ton about it, but it's called the Lizard Man Stomp. Yeah. Because Bishopville, South Carolina, if y'all haven't listened to our entire catalog in episode 58, Patrice talks about the the legend of the Lizard Man in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And um, and this is dedicated to the Lizard Man. Nice. So they have in Bishopville Lizard like Man. an entire festival that like, is. I mean, all these towns need to embrace the cryptids. Oh man, one hundred percent. Yeah. Like, and they so they have a lizard. Lizard Man stomp is a dance. So they have a, like a <gasps> dance party. They have a video presentation on the Lizard Man every twenty minutes. Um, they have they invite paranormal society speakers to come and talk. They have everything is themed. Like all the vendors, they were like. 
um, lizard man statues and concrete that you could put in your yard. They had lizard man shaped. Why cookies. do we not have a lizard man concrete statue? I know. <laughs> we should make that happen. We so, should make that's another thing. Put it on the list. I know that's going to be with on our the mask list. that we're still waiting for. <laughs> And they've got they've got a man that wanders around in a lizard suit, a lizard man costume all day doing photo ops. It actually looks like a blast. It looks like oh, the town so just fun. flies into it and it's really fun. Yeah. So South Carolina. So that's that's what in time South Carolina, Bishopville. And I'm they just had it actually, I think. So I think that one was early June or mid June. Okay. Goddamn summer festivals. I know I there are know. so many of these in the summer. And I, I was like, do. I don't want to go to a damn thing in the summer. No. I want to go to the air conditioned people of the world yes, in the summer. The air conditioning festival. The yes. HVAC festival. Yes. HVAC um, festival. So I have two for <laughs> South Carolina just because I didn't have a lot on the Lizard Man Fest. And this is the the other one is the World Grits Festival. The World Grits Festival. Grits. Oh, you know what? I would like like to like go and taste a bunch mm-hmm. of grits. And this is in St. George, South Carolina, which Ooh. is not far from Charleston. And I it happens in the that. spring. It happens in oh. April. Oh. So you just have to worry about tornadoes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so this this started in 1985. The manager of the St. George, South Carolina Piggly Wiggly oh, yeah. was entertaining a broker from a grits company. Mm-hmm. And um, the broker made a comment about how it seems like they're constantly sending grits down to this town. And all these grits going to St. George, considering how small the town is, it seems strange. So because um, there was about 2000 people who lived in the in the town at the time. And a week or two later, the same Piggly Wiggly manager hears the same thing from a different grits manufacturer. And he's like, you know, this is odd. So he he sends a note or gets in touch with the owners of Piggly Wiggly, of the Piggly Wiggly. They were like, you know what, we'll do a little research. And as it turns out, the people of St. George actually eat more grits or did at the time per capita than any other place in the world. Whoa. Wow. So they were like, we are the champions. We love grits. And so they started the World Grits Festival. Yes. And so one of the owners of the Piggly Wiggly um, the was pig. the chairman. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they started it in 1986. And um, it's a weekend long celebration. At this point, they get to where they have nearly 45,000 people that come to this. Ooh, wow. It's like a big it's, economy it's it's a big yeah. and that's like what a lot of these festivals are are really just paying into the local economy right. mm-hmm. and that's what like their purpose is so yes. some of them have like very specific things that the money from this festival will go to whatever right. so they have a beauty pageant car show they have a hula hoop contest art show talent show corn toss contest mm-hmm. wheelbarrow contest and for years they had a competition called the Rolling in the Grits competition uh, where they um, took an inflatable kiddie pool and they filled it with grits. Uh, and dry grits. They can, no. Uh, oh, cooked grits. And so there was an article that I read like in 2015. Yeah, there was an article I read in 2015. Now they don't do this. They stopped this at COVID because they were worried about safety. They said, but in 2015, this article about it said um, there was a guy who was filling the pool and he said, when this gets done, it's going to be between 2,500 to 3,000 pounds of grits. It's going to be had about a 700 pounds of dry grits and close to 300 gallons of water. And so you, what, the way it works is you would get on the scale and get weighed and then you get in the grits and they pull you back out and they weigh you again. And whoever has the most grit weight that's added on them is the winner. That's hilarious. So in 2015, a woman named Tiffany McGurr set a new record by gathering 66 pounds of grits in her 10 seconds in the pool because everybody's limited to 10 seconds. I wonder how big her boobs are. She said you got to wear big clothes with duct tape. (laughs) 
You gotta dress it up, she said. 66 pounds. So they stopped it entirely during COVID, but this past year they said that it was replaced by something called sliding in the grits. And I don't know what that was. I couldn't find any videos. That's what I was like. I think it's gotta be a slip and slide of grits. I mean, that's easy to figure out. So, but I don't know. How's it a competition? How do you win? Do you how go fast? fast? Do you, you go, go down? Fast? Like the longest. And Ooh. how is it safer than rolling in the grits? If you're all going down the same slip you and might slide. I have multiple slides. I don't Maybe know. you have multiple and slides. I have questions. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we do have questions. So that's the World Grits Festival uh, in wow. South Carolina. I don't want to wear grits, but I like if there's like some jalapeno grits, <laughs> like some grits with sausage. And there are. Of course, there are grits that are served at this thing. Of course. But I didn't, that wasn't one that I got all the recipes for. Now, there are several others that I have recipes for. So the next one is the North Carolina Pickle Fest, (gasps) which is in Mount Olive, (gasps) North Carolina. Which is where uh, the pickles are made. Home of Mount Mount Olive Olive Pickles. pickles. (laughs) That happens in March. This one has been going since 1923. Oh, I should go to this one. I know. I should too. They give out free Mount Olive pickles. They have mu- like art stuff, the p- pickle murals. They have a pickle train. They have a 5K, the Tour de Pickle Bike right. Race. I ain't doing any running. A pickleball tournament. Pickle eating. A pickleball. Pi- a pickle packing challenge. Oh, I can do that. that is, and then they have a, a race with the pickle mascot. And if, they also have a pickle eating contest. And they have a recipe contest. I want like a like a pickle cocktail contest. Well, they have beverages as a category in the recipe contest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's um, all right. There's there's okay. a winner in all four categories: appetizer, main dish, dessert, and beverage. And for your prize, you get a year's supply of Mount Olive pickles. Yay! Which is maybe not Courtney's year's supply know, of be, pickles. It'd be maybe a normal person's year's supply. I don't supply. know. Does I just want some month? Because that is not enough. I know that's not enough. Unless no. maybe the big ones. So <laughs> winning recipes from this year's competition were um, Mount Olive dill pickle donuts with dill pickle frosting, pork pickle pepper Salisbury steaks, and creamy dill Alfredo linguine. Okay, I could I could deal with that. Mm. I don't know about the pickle donut. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was weird about the pickle donut. Creamy pickle spring rolls with pickle peanut sauce. Okay. And I could have had a V8 pickled Bloody Mary. Oh. I don't know what I don't know what it does for you to call it. I could have had a V8. I don't know. My mouth just watered thinking but about it. You could probably Mary win a Bloody juice. Mary competition. <laughs> I'm just no, going to say. V8. I mean, it's, yeah. So yeah. that's the, that is North Carolina's pickle when contest. When is it? It's in no. April. Oh, April. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's in April. Are you calendar. writing it down? Yeah, you got to write that down. April pickle I'll fest. be your... Sue, yeah, pickle chef. <laughs> Do you have to be a local to enter the contest? I don't. I, you know, I really would doubt it. Yeah, I really too. would doubt it. Okay, so that's the pickles, Conway, Arkansas, and this is the one that my friend Christina reached out to me about to ask the details of, and it will be a sad moment for her because there's really not a lot to report. The toad suck days in Conway, Arkansas. God Almighty! The name is the biggest thing here, though, y'all. It happens in May. It's an annual thing. The okay, so there is a a toad toad suck is a name in the, there's like a toad suck dam I think and toad suck something else like harbor I don't know. I'm confused. But they said that some think that the name came about because you know this was on the water and the rivermen would go to the tavern when they mm-hmm. were stopped in this town. And people would say they suck on the bottle till they swell up like toads. Okay. And so they started naming the whole river, uh, like, area 
toad suck. Okay. Other people think that there's like a French phrase that means a narrow channel and that sounds like toad suck and people just like bastardized it into English and that's I was thinking literal. Where it came from. I was, yeah. You were thinking what? I was thinking very literal. Oh, literal. Like you suck on toads. So yeah. was I. Me too. And that would have been uh, very interesting. As it is, it is generally just carnivals, live music vendors. There is the world championship toad race. But because this raises money for local scholarships, mm. a lot of this, it's actually very sweet, like family friendly stuff. It's got science shows, STEM exhibitions, um, petting zoo, lots of family events. So I cool. have reported Toad Suck. That yeah. is, there was actually one that I wanted to talk about in Arkansas that used to be the um, Purple Hole Pea and Rotary Tilling World Championship races <laughs> that were co-located. But the people who used to sponsor it was like um, Sawblade.com used to sponsor the Rotary Tilling World Championships. And they pulled out apparently this past year. So now it's just purple hole pea shelling in a church. Oh. <laughs> so it's not as interesting. It's, it's not like happening any church in the South. Right. But you know what I will say for it for them, purple hole pea shelling is no, no. no joke. And they have competitions it's, with beginner and advanced levels. It's if you've ever done it, man. I was gonna like, say they had so many purple hole peas at the farmers market yesterday I and know. I didn't want to have anything to do with no, them. No, I've shelled them. I, I have know. shelled that shit and it takes I you an time. age. I've watched so much hee haul shilling purple <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had your your fingers turn all purple from purple like, yes. oh, yeah okay so next we're in alabama and of course five ufo days yes! is the first one that i have to and i'm not going to get in deep to it because we've already talked about it i will point you to our very second listener lore yes! that we've ever done that um in which courtney talks in detail about fife <laughs> and the background of the ufo days it happens the last day in August, and this year it is August 26th, and I think we should I go. I think we should go. Oh, absolutely. So I've already put it on the calendar. Okay, good, because I put it on now, my personal calendar, but not on my on calendar. calendar. No, I put it on my personal calendar. Yeah, so you guys hopefully have heard Courtney talk about all the UFO lore in Fife, Alabama, and we've talked about it a couple different episodes, too, not even just that one, so... But as we reported in those episodes, UFO days, even though they have little UFOs on all of their posters and stuff, is mostly like a hot air balloon festival and a local community carnival. So it's not like as UFO is right. we might want it to be. Right. <laughs> not as strange, no. but more like a family festival. Yes. Yes. But we still have to go. Still- oh, I know. It, do they, well, they do hot air balloons. Yeah. It's a hot air balloon festival. Yeah. Which I'm is pretty cool. afraid to do it. You should do it. We should do it. My grandma did it when we she was 92. My mom did it mm-hmm. years ago in one of the we, first we ones. Sh- we should do it. But we can all die together. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. I'm the only one that's not afraid. I'm afraid. Yeah. Me I, too. Just, I, I mean, I might do it. it. But I might do it. I mean, I'll do it. It's just like I don't trust anybody to know what they're doing. <laughs> to do it. Just kind of like. Maybe they'll just keep us tethered to the ground. Yeah. Well, they let you just go like, fly no. around. Yeah. <laughs> There's somebody with us that steers, though, right? Yes. Okay, good. As long as I have a parachute. <laughs> you don't get a parachute. The, whole, the balloon is your parachute. You get to see fire from the aerial view like the UFOs did. Yes. And then we will live stream it on August 26th. I think we should. Oh you, can't get, you can't get internet enough to live stream it. Oh, I yeah, we think. can. We've got enough. Oh, so, uh, so that's, but the other one I have from Alabama, since I didn't, since we've already talked about UFO days mm-hmm. is the Rattlesnake Rodeo in Op, Alabama. Ah, oh, okay. Which happens in March. So. This not... happened for more than 60 years. 
Yeah. Op is between here and like Panama City Beach. So mm-hmm. it's it's down. Mm-hmm. And it was started by a man named J.P. Jones, who like uh, facilitated a rattlesnake roundup because he was tired of his hound dogs getting murdered by rattlesnakes when they were out hunting. Oh. And so him and other people who had hound dogs went and, and rustled up all these rattlesnakes. And then they figured, well, why not? Two birds, one stone, put them on a show, do a rattlesnake rodeo. And so what they do now is they, you know, all the same stuff, carnival games, live music. They had Oak Ridge Boys a couple of years ago. So it's kind of a big deal in op, but they have snake shows, um, snake races, snake safety presentations. And these are big ass snakes, y'all. These are like, they get the big rattlesnakes. I wonder like how many people get bit every year at the rattlesnake show. I doubt very many. It looks like they're extremely safe. Would they tell us the truth? Maybe not. But there was a very, maybe not the brightest bulb (laughs) news anchor that I watched (laughs) talk about this. It was like, do you get to handle the snakes? And the lady in charge was like, um, no. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get to pet the snakes? No, no, you no. don't. You don't get to do They're that. Rattle snakes, sir. Um, next is the Louisiana Giant Omelet Festival. Oh, yeah, I love some omelets. So that's a November one. To uh, this year's will be oh, well, in 2023, would, November fourth and fifth. This is in Abbeville, Louisiana, and this is the five thousand egg giant omelet celebration. What? So apparently, Napoleon and his army in France were traveling and decided to rest at this place in uh, near the town of Basir. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Sounds but good. he but the the innkeeper made him an omelet the next day and he ordered the townspeople to gather all the eggs in the village and to prepare a huge omelet just like the one he had just had to serve his entire army the day after that. And so um that started instead of a revolution <laughs> tradition like you took all my eggs god damn it napoleon <laughs> ate your army um but it uh it became a tradition to feed the poor of a village at easter with a giant omelet in this oh. in this town and so it's like a you know it's like a tradition and it's called the confrerie it's like a, a brotherhood sort of like how do you thing. flip that omelet? I have no I idea. I can't flip a two-egg omelet. We'll have to watch a video. <laughs> I have no idea because it's really big. So so apparently, oh, no. I know, right? Very giant They spatula. told the story of how this little town, Abbeville in Louisiana, got into this tradition. You know, there's a lot of like Louisiana roots, of course, in mm-hmm. France and everything. But they someone came to um, came to this woman with the idea of creating this confrerie in Louisiana. And so in 1985, three members of the Chamber of Commerce of Abbeville went to the Easter Omelette Festival in Bessiers, France, and then they were knighted chevaliers or chefs of Abbeville. And they returned home to um, decide that they needed to do this giant omelette thing every year. So there's like seven different areas across the, uh, the uh, world that do this every year. There's one in France. There's two in France. There's one in I don't even know what New Caledonia is. There's one in Canada, there's one in Belgium, there's one in Argentina, and there's one in Louisiana. Wow. People come from these other festivals to this place every year to do this giant omelet festival. It's like a whole big international thing. And um, so they go to their Concord Street, which is like, a you know, their their main square is Magdalene Square. And they put out all these 5,000 eggs to make a giant Cajun omelet every year. And um, it's called the Omelet of Friendship. So they cook the omelet on Sunday, but there's like art show, food, live music and everything like that. And they are then they give the omelet out to everybody who wants to come. Nice. Omelet. Giant 5,000 egg omelet. 
which I don't know how they flip. I <laughs> know. I'm looking it up right now to see if I can find videos. Mississippi has some. The one that I did was the Slug Burger Festival from yeah. Corinth, Mississippi. And Patrice is like, yep. That one's in July. Never been, but I've, never heard been. Of, I've heard about it. Have you ever had a Slug Burger? I have not. So I, do you know what a Slug Burger is, Courtney? No. Okay. So I didn't either. I don't think I want to. Though. In, I, don't in like 19, I know, right? In 1917, there was a guy named John Weeks from Corinth, Mississippi, who was making and selling burgers out of a, a cart on bicycle wheels. And he wanted to save a little money. So he started mixing potato flakes and flour into his ground beef and making it that way. Okay. So they think that the word slug burger came because they sold them for a nickel and a nickel was called a slug. So it was slang. Okay, that's much better. Yeah. Potato burger sounds a lot better than slash. Some slug. people call them dough burgers. Okay. But so now they use soybean grit. Um, I don't know if they still use potatoes generally or not. I'm sure there may be some, some flour in it and stuff. Yeah, you just put mustard, dill pickles, onions, and put them on a little bun. And they're like famous in Corinth as these little slug burgers, Ooh. as famous things. So they started the, the festival in 1988. And it's got all this stuff, including the Slug Idol talent competition, <laughs> live music, car show, carnival. Those things, you, you guys right. get the picture. It's That's all, the whole it Southern. Is, right? Like you have to have that if it's actually going to be. Car show, carnival, live music. Yeah, exactly. A festival in the South. Yep. So it's like required. Exactly. It's, it's part of the code. Um, West Virginia has the Roadkill Cook-Off and Autumn oh Harvest Festival. Gosh. It in Marling, Marlington, West Virginia is September every year. Miss Roadkill Pageant is part of this. There's a uh, there's a prize for the winner of the People's Choice favorite dish. They invite food people to come and just make their roadkill specials. The first place gets twelve hundred dollars cash prize, four hundred fifty for second, two twenty five for third. People do up their teams and their tables with camouflage and hillbilly themes um, and weird names like PCB Buckbusters. The rules say it doesn't have to be actual roadkill, and the judges would prefer if it was not actual oh roadkill. Um, but it has to be something you'd commonly see dead on the side of the road. Oh, like armadillo burgers. Yeah, and it has to be cooked on site. So they'll oh. go through and they'll like inspect everybody's meat to make sure it's not pre-cooked before they start. Right. They so they've had fried venison wontons, snapping Ooh. turtle stew, Sounds teriyaki good. marinated bear, squirrel gravy over biscuits venison chili rabbit alfredo iguana tacos now i was like that's not north carolina but um and names like bambi's revenge drunken deer in the headlights and billy mardi gras alligator and turtle gumbo (laughs) oh my god florida has the fantasy fest in key west in october and i was like i want to go to there it started in 1979 because there wasn't that much tourism in october at the time so they were just started like local businessmen got together and were like, we'll do a costume parade. We'll do a little party in October and that'll be the thing. Now, it's a 10 day event. It has more than 60 wow. parties, costumed marches, parades, street fairs, balls and um, the big fantasy fest parade in Key West. It's adults only. Mm-hmm. And it brings in 75,000 people a year. Let's do it. Costumes at all times are requested. Drag shows, body painting, art shows, historical exhibits, stage plays and musicals, king and queen competition, pool parties, parades, a zombie bike ride, a beard contest, the kinky carnival, and tons more on the 10-day schedule. Oh, my God. I know. I know. There's so much. So much there's so much at that one so i was like yeah that one's awesome i was uh, florida 
Florida. I don't know. What's, what's the temperature, though, in Florida in October? It's still good it's down nice. there. Yeah, It'll be nice. nice. 65, 70. I went in December and it mm-hmm. was cool. October so. and October. February are beautiful times to be in Florida. Okay. Generally. Like, you know, South you know. Florida will still be like, warm. Because, like, if I'm, like, zombie bike riding, I don't want to be, like, you know, Burn swamp ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm swamp ass whenever I'm on a zombie bike ride. <laughs> Nice. I think we should do that. We should go. We totally to should, man. October. Well, my kid's birthday is in October. I'm already. I'm always like doing doing kid stuff in October. It's Halloween. So what? What? Oh what my gosh! So you're saying look, no? Did you see the you're look sitting that you're she saying no because your like, kid has saying, one no. day that is their birthday it's in the same special. month. One day. Oh one day. They're going to be. You know, they're going to be sixteen this year. <laughs> one day. Is it the when same? Is, t- what's the festival date? It's um, all. Her, the birthday of the child is all 10 days of this festival, it sounds like. Oh, that's true. There are 10 days of this <laughs> festival. Like, that's true. like, what are you saying? Maybe it goes over fall break. Mm-hmm. And what? You'll take them as adults only? No, it's oh. adults only. No, I just meant like, actually, I don't know what I meant with that because that makes it harder. <laughs> I know, I was like, wait a minute. We should so, skip anyway. uh, New Orleans and go to... Well, that is awesome. one. That is one weird festival for every state. Nice. I have billions more we could keep on talking about if we want to on the B side. And there's other stuff we can talk about on the B side. But awesome. But um, check out our website, thestrangesouth.com, if you want a list and days of any of these strange, wonderful southern festivals and let us know which ones you might have been to or Absolutely. have heard of or want to know more about or and have we will pictures see of we can, yeah yeah and we'll see what we can do send it well thanks y'all for listening thank you bye bye the theme is uniforms and unicorns 200 years of sailing into fantasy